What is up, Flip It fam? Welcome back to another episode of Flip It, where we flip your mind and change your life. The podcast for the ambitious millennial. I'm your co-host, Daniel Bullock. And I'm your other co-host, Chris Signo. Um, so to kick off season two, like we promised, today is Monday. Happy Monday. Um, we are going to, our goal is to consistently give you episodes every Monday. Um, if you haven't already listened to our season opener from last week, go ahead and do so, because that episode, we kind of bring you up to speed of what's going on in our lives. Um, this episode, we're going to go back to our normal scheduled programming and kind of talk about real-world topics and how it affects us, how it affects you in some way. Uh, of course, today's topic is going to be over the working industry over the last two years within a pandemic and, of course, our personal experience. Um, so lots to cover. happened over the last two years yeah since 2020 basically since like covid started in 2020 so much has changed not only in personal lives but in our work lives how the internet is like going to buy each other money like the market everything is going crazy the past two years you got crypto nfts you got real estate uh, a lot to cover yeah um but anyways i'll start us off with a quote from nbc Um, And the quote goes, the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic has millions of Americans or American workers deciding that 2022 is the year to strike out on their own, quit their current job and start their own business. Me and Danny are both raising our hands. Hello. (laughs) Um, The Department of Labor reported that 4.5 million Americans voluntarily left their jobs in November of 2021 in an ongoing trend that the economists are calling the Great Resignation. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) 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 Sorry, we don't have a soundboard. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the Great Resignation. I cannot agree more. And and so can Danny, I'm assuming. Because I mean, both of us left our main jobs yep i mean what that's crazy because what 10 years ago like 2021 so 2008 was the great recession mm-hmm. and now we're in the great resignation. resignation and it's crazy how the my favorite part of that quote is voluntarily yeah like people aren't getting aren't being laid off they're not they're not getting fired they're like just getting up and going yeah so 2008 was the great recession People were losing their jobs. Losing their jobs. Not making money. Mm-hmm. Now in 2021, 2022, we have the great resignation mm-hmm. where people are voluntarily quitting their jobs. To start their own business. Start their own business, start their own lives, and start pursuing whatever they wanted to do. Which like, is amazing. Amazing, I mean, amazing, amazing. That's the American dream, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, kind of going into it, and maybe you want to start us off, like, mm-hmm. you know, as an entrepreneur yourself and someone that started their own business, per se. Um, what's been your experience like? What's your like pros and cons? So I'll get to the pro- pros and cons in a little bit, but I would like to preface it with my whole life, um, starting from my parents, they were entrepreneurs themselves. So I grew up in an environment where entrepreneurism, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship? Yeah. is like, was like the only thing I ever really knew. So I didn't understand going into corporate. I didn't understand what it was like going into company. I mean, given my mom was a nurse and she worked for a hospital, that's about as far as corporate that I ever really got. And I don't even know if that's considered corporate per se, really. Mm-hmm. But um, so to preface that, um, all I ever really knew was what life was like an entrepreneur. And for me, growing up, it, was, it wasn't it was a normal lifestyle compared to most children, right? So I think my earliest memory is going into a donut shop at like two in the morning, three in the morning, so my parents could start making donuts. 
so that they can start selling uh, and open up the shop at 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. whenever it was. Dang, you guys own a, a donut shop? We've owned a donut shop, we owned a pizza store, we've owned a Filipino convenience store. That's crazy. Um, what else did we own? My dad owns a Balak Bayan box, hey. the small business, where he picks up Balak Bayan boxes and sends it to the Philippines. My mom owns a, currently owns a med health house calls. Um, basically, she sees patients across the Dallas board with Metroplex. She also has a staffing company, and then she also owns a family medical clinic in Mesquite. So you're just bred to hustle. So, <laughs> yeah, so my whole life, my whole my family has literally just done their own thing and created their own source of income throughout my whole life, and that's all I ever really understood. So going into my adult life, I didn't know what it was like to want to work for a company, per se. So it was interesting, because every time I got into an interview, they'd be like, oh, why do you want to work for this company? And in my, the back of my head is like, I really don't, because I want to do my own thing. This is yeah. like, it was only a temporary thing. So right. my heart was never into the interviews. And so when I finally started my own business, it first started off, my entrepreneurial journey started off with um, taking steps towards photography and videography, because that was really popular um, whenever I graduated college. And that was like my first step segue into entrepreneurship, starting to start my own personal brand, um, marketing myself as a photographer, videographer, and then starting to create my own business plans and marketing. Then from there, um, started segueing into just content creation in general. And then after that, I ended up in real estate where I can combine all my skills that I learned over the past few years and going to real estate. So the pros and cons about being a self-employed person. There's a lot. <laughs> I bet. Now, before you get into that, one thing I'm kind of curious about is like, yeah. did your parents go to school? Like, did they? Yeah, they did. Uh, I don't know about my dad. I feel like he did get a higher education in the Philippines, but my mom definitely has the most education. Um, okay, because I was wondering, like, especially with your parents, if they're like very entrepreneurial, like, did they go? Did they make you go to school, or did was that a decision on your own? Or so I think it's a natural for a Filipino family to just want right. their kids to go to uh, college yeah. and go to school in general, and I never really questioned that idea. So growing up, it was just in my head was I'm going to college regardless of whatever's going on in my life. Got it. So that's really about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But so the pros and cons about being self-employed. I think the biggest pro, right, and ironically is also the biggest con is being able to control your schedule. Oh, yeah. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, you work for yourself. You get to control your own schedule. While that sounds nice theoretically, on the back end, you don't realize that you're working all the time. Oh yeah. All the time. What that means is like, basically, if you work your typical nine to five job, you go to corporate or you're in a typical job where you clock in and clock out. The moment you clock in, you work. The moment you clock out, you're done. Mm -hmm. you, your brain is shut down and you can continue on with your personal life. When you're, when you're self-employed and you're running your own business, there's no clocking in and clocking out mentally. Mm -hmm. Because once you clock out, all of a sudden, there's other things on the back of your mind that are always like running through your head. Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, did I need to catch up on this? Oh man, I also have to do that. And then your your mind is constantly working on trying to figure out what you need to do next the following day. Yeah. It's really hard to take a break. Definitely. Um, so that's like the biggest pros and cons I can point out as a self-employed person. Um, another pro would probably just being able to you reap what you sow and you really see the fruits of your labor. I really like that idea. So 
I guess when you work a typical job, right, and you can work overtime, and the only time you ever feel like a reward, I haven't really worked in corporate America, but I feel like the only time I've ever seen someone feel really rewarded was A, they got a promotion, B, they got a slight raise, or they got like, I don't know, a, a gift card from their boss saying they did a good job. <laughs> yeah. So, but when you're self-employed, your hard work and the rewards you reap at the end of your hard work means so much more, I think, and brings so much value in comparison to having your typical corporate job. That's just my opinion. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think it's like, you get that instant gratification, which I've noticed, especially mm -hmm. being new to the game. It's like, whatever work you put in, you instantly see the result. Mm -hmm. Versus like, whatever work you put in, like maybe your boss takes credit for, or you're not a, as appreciated as you should be, or you know, whatnot. Whereas yeah. like, if, when you're working for yourself, you can literally have full control, like exactly. how that looks. So that's exactly how I feel about like, the whole reaping of all the hard work that you put in and you gradually see the steps that you've gone mm -hmm. since like when you started i feel like i don't know that's i personally find so much joy in that yeah it's just basically just you know having your cake and eating it too yeah exactly <laughs> i think that one of the biggest cons though i think is probably just it's very it's a huge roller coaster mm -hmm. of emotions and okay. mental thoughts um it's not for the faint of heart for no. sure because every day is different every month is different it's very hard to have a routine if you're not consistent yeah definitely. so um so i mean that's what i appreciate a lot about especially even before mm -hmm. a lot of entrepreneurs i knew before it's like it takes a lot of bravery and a lot of leap of faith to take that jump yeah because like personally for me so I quit my job back in September, um, and I already had thoughts about doing this like for years. Mm -hmm. um, but basically, in June, July, I created my business, and then September, I decided just to kind of cut the corporate umbilical cord, <laughs> in, in, a, in a weird analogy. But um, I, I just wanted to cut off, and I think, much like you said, in terms of pros and cons, I think the biggest pro is your time. Mm -hmm. um, you have so much control of what you do with your time, and that's what I really love. But Kind of like how I mentioned before, you know, you trade your nine to five for a five to nine. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you're working instead of nine to five, you're working five a.m. to nine p.m. Um, so it's tough. You have a lot, you have to have a lot of grit. You have to have a lot of self control, mm -hmm. consistency, and perseverance. I think those are like the main things that yeah. you have to have going into starting your own business. Um, because a lot of it, you know, some people will fold. Yeah. And they'll start a business and know it's not for them, and they'll go back to, you know, what they're doing. And I think. To be successful in your own, lack of a better word, self-business, um, I think you have to like double down on yourself. For sure. So from someone who came from a typical nine to five, and not even just your typical job, you were in sales, which is like as corporate America as oh, yeah. corporate America gets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, from that going to a self-employed position, mm -hmm. how does... What, what's your biggest pros and cons? Because I feel like your pros and cons list will... Yeah, um, let's see, off the bat, I mean, getting paid every two weeks, having a stable income and paycheck, mm -hmm. I don't have that anymore. Like, it's literally like the money I make is based on what work I put in and what deals I get and mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So I think that's one, the main thing, it's just like I don't have a steady income anymore. Um, the second one were the benefits. Um, we're still in a pandemic. I don't have, like, as soon as I quit, my health benefits kind of went with it. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, well, now I'm, I'm secured now, but before those first few months, like I didn't have any health insurance. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I got sick or if something happened to me, like I wasn't covered, so I was gonna be paying out of pocket. So that was like a little bit of a, a gray area that I had to kind of mm-hmm. dance around, which luckily nothing happened and I'm insured now, so through my own business. But, you know, those benefits, you know, safety nets, um, it's also cheaper. I mean, corporate America gives you a lot of good health benefits, especially if it's private insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, the insurance I'm paying for is expensive. Like, I'm paying like 100, 120 bucks a month. Before, I would pay like $8. So it's like the differences in the cost of what it takes to run your own business versus being under someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's just... You can call it a pro or con depending on like how you look at it. Um, as far as another pro, um, you know, kind of touching based on what you said, you see the fruits of your labor instantly. Um, another pro would have to be maybe environment. You can honestly choose where you work. Um, and that's dependent on you too. I think that's dependent on like what type of working environment you like, whether it's like a coffee shop, home, some kind of co-working space or an office for yourself. Um, I get that flexibility to kind of work wherever I want. Um, other than that, I think like it, it, I think it differs for everyone in terms of the pros and cons. But I would say from going from corporate to yourself, it's really just that security that you get from working a corporate job. Um, now, beyond the security, I think the another pro is you're not working for someone else's dream; you're working for yourself. Um, so versus working for someone that's has their dream <laughs> or yeah. whatever it is, uh, unless you're like really passionate about that same dream as well, it, it's, it's not as fulfilling. I totally get that. I think that was also the hardest part of me, uh, me trying to go into interviews mm-hmm. they, because they'd always ask me like, oh, why, why do you want to join, be a part of this company? Why this company? Yeah. And it was very hard for me to align with that mission statement when I had my own mission statement in my head. Yeah. You know? I think for me, like why stick with corporate for so long or as long as I did, was every company I worked for, I was passionate about. Like mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed the company, I liked the mission. So if like if I can align it with myself mentally with that company, yeah, then I could kill it. And you know, I was in each company for two, three years, mm-hmm. and you know, just kind of like I kind of drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's how I kind of came accustomed to to working for you know standard corporate America. But now I'm like you know, in a pandemic, you know, when I was doing just my job, it's now like okay, now I have this almost this uh, reason not to not try. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I went to, to starting my own business. And then kind of much like everyone, like there's so many people around us that are quitting their jobs, starting something new, or just doing a complete like 180 and I know, doing something man. else. Like how many people have we heard that were in a career field that they thought they wanted to be in, mm-hmm. and they just started there in their first two or three years. And since the pandemic, with all the things that have changed in the work environment, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they want to make a career switch or yeah. they want to start their own thing. Like, for instance, like one industry that really sticks out to my mind is the teaching industry or the education industry. Yeah. Like I, how some many of our teachers teacher friends have been quitting, starting new career paths? Exactly. How many teachers have we heard quit their jobs this past few months? Yeah, I can name a, a handful. Yeah. And like even from like people from my high school that were teachers for a while, they like wanted to quit or even my longtime teachers mm-hmm. from high school like I um, have them on like Facebook but they'll mm-hmm. like mention like how they quit their job after teaching for like you know 20 plus years because like they kind of hit like a, a limit yeah where it's like it just got so stressful I wonder how like I mean I don't wonder how because we hear from our teacher friends all the time but yeah. like the amount of the craziness of how the pandemic and COVID had changed 
not only the education industry but just the work environment like corporate america like you don't have to work from home and then change the culture of so many jobs mm-hmm. like i don't know for instance with education right the relationship that students have with their teachers is so much different than compared to what we had back in the day when we saw our teachers every single day yeah versus now i guess prior to recent weeks or years months you know the whole thing was online you know being, yeah going to school for a whole year online and imagine being an elementary kid like, oh it's tough i've seen like videos of like first graders trying to get zoom working like yeah it's just terrible. It's like not a great experience. And, and then all of a sudden, your the parents blame the teacher for not doing a good job. Like this is the first time for everybody. Yeah, it's a first like, real one. So it's super stressful. And like, not to go on too much of a tangent, but I also think like teachers are just underappreciated. Oh, one hundred percent. Like you, you go overseas and and teachers are like superstars. Mm-hmm. Over here, it's just like they're one of the lower paying jobs around here. I'm like, you're teaching the future. And yeah. Like we don't appreciate them as much as they should. I never understood that. I mean, it just like. You would think that America or the government would invest a lot into the education system, considering they're the next generation is going to pick up the slack in mm-hmm. the future years, right? Right. But I guess they're, the system has been so outdated, it's not aligning where the real world is going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's just, that's what I mean. We go back to the kind of like our main topic is just, there's so many people that are just making those career changes and making their jumps. And I think in general, people are just tired. Yeah. They're just tired of being, I don't know, in, in a loose term, controlled. <laughs> loose, yeah. Controlled or, yeah. Or just controlled. Or, just, or I would say not necessarily controlled, but limited. Yeah. I would think that that's very much the case. Yeah. Or underappreciated. Yeah. Because like, then you also think of like, like the new CDC rules where they cut from 10 days to five days just to get people back to work. Cause I remember reading a quote, I don't know exactly where it's from, so don't quote me on it. <laughs> but um, it said like, if you're asymptomatic, you can go back to work. Mm-hmm. That's literally capitalism, like pushing people back into the working force. Whereas like a year ago it was like 10 days full isolation or 14 days and like don't touch anyone don't move anyone don't go anywhere so now it's like all these like rules are becoming more looser just because corporate america is like almost crumbling yeah i mean it's crazy uh how much capitalism runs our country in Mm -hmm. general is pretty pretty ridiculous yeah there's a lot of greed and a lot our company is very like financially driven oh yeah (laughs) for sure um but yeah moving on from there um so kind of just going back to like our pros and cons. Um, so you've been in it for a year now, or over a year now, right? Yeah, a little bit over a year. Yeah, so I guess what could you offer as your biggest tips for, for people that are kind of thinking about getting into mm-hmm. or quitting their job or, or, or just like in starting it? Biggest tip, ooh, I think the biggest tip I can give you is have a plan before you exit. Mm-hmm. So have an exit plan. That's, yeah, that's a great. Because I think a lot of people think they can just quit whatever they're doing and go cold turkey into the next thing. So what was your what was your exit plan? Like if you could rewind and what was like so, going through your mind before you made that decision? For me, going into real estate, my biggest thing was I, I needed to have a cushion where I can still live the life I want mm-hmm. and be able to pursue real estate. So I gave myself time to, you know, because I know that your first real real estate, your first year of real estate is never the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's your first year of anything. Your first year of business is not going to be the best. Yeah. But um, so with that in mind, I made sure I had a cushion, and I also wanted to surround myself with people who were like minded. 
Mm-hmm. That was kind of my thing because I didn't want it to be discouraged and not um, and not con- continue doing what I wanted to do. Because a lot of first year real estate agents, they end up quitting after their first year because they're not surrounded by, well, one, because they keep comparing themselves to other agents and they right. see such immediate success, which is hardly ever the truth. Mm-hmm. So that was what my mindset was going into it. And then my advice as far as going, once you transition, you finally quit and you go into whatever career field you're going into mm-hmm. or the business you want to start, find a mentor. Got it. Um, because I think when people cut cold turkey, all of a sudden they think they can just start. Yeah, no, I think mentor, like, again, like, like kind of like reiterating what you said, like mm-hmm. just having that cushion or that safety net and then mm-hmm. having a mentor, I think those are two big things because that's yeah. exactly what I did. Um, now, as far as cushion, like, how, how, do you, how did you gauge cushion? Like, did you give yourself three months of whatever I gave bills myself, are, did you give a year? I gave myself six months essentially of like to prepare financially of what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and anything beyond that, I'm like pushing my limits. Like it wasn't that by six months, I'm gonna go back to whatever I wanna go to, mm-hmm. but that was like my timeline of like, at least give myself some room to prepare myself financially for whatever reason might come up. Got it. Now, what would happen did you give yourself like a time frame of like, let's just say you reach month five mm-hmm. and it wasn't working out? Like what was your, what was gonna be your exit plan from there? So that's the thing about, at least this is my mindset when you go in to start your own business. And what I talked about last week, regardless of however hard it gets or how many questions you may have beyond what you know, mm-hmm. is I was gonna keep going regardless of how hard it was gonna be. So that was my mindset. And like, once your back is against the wall, you move a lot differently when you don't have a backup plan. Yeah. And you start making decisions a lot more differently and start looking at alternate ways to become successful. Is it kind of like your fight or flight mentality? Yeah. And for some reason, that's how I work. I mean, I played sports my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, I've always liked the underdog mentality and the fight or flight where like, I'm gonna, hustle as hard as I can to get where I want to be yeah that's what it just naturally comes out of me that way mm-hmm. and that's kind of like that was that's been my mindset from the get-go you know that's good yeah yeah what about you um so yeah I mean I've been in it for since July well actually let's just say September because that's when I officially left my job so October November December January yeah going into month four um kind of like Danny Danny said like I would the biggest tips I could offer would be creating that budget of mm-hmm. like your finances or whatever your bills are. So whether you have an apartment or whether you have a car payment, your phone, whatever it is, um, the best thing I would recommend is calculate what it takes to live your life and not don't sacrifice anything unless you really want to, to save them on costs, that's completely up to you. But I think, you know, calculate your lifestyle now and if you want to continue living that lifestyle, multiply that by however months um, you want to give yourself. So for like myself, I gave myself two years. I said, Dang. yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a big cushion. <laughs> it's two years, yeah. Well, I, I've been, like I said, I've been thinking about this for like, dude, years. So mm-hmm. like I always have like a rainy day fund that I like kind yeah. of put into and like it saved up enough for like two years where I'm like, all right, I have everything to cover my bills for two years and that's and to continue living like the lifestyle that's including like travel eating out stuff like that of course still a limitation um but do that for yourself as well because that will give you an idea of how many months or how much time you're gonna have to like make it work 
So, and I would say minimum like six months is probably where you want to be. You don't want to do mm. three months because that's just, you, there's no yeah. yeah there's no <laughs> way you're gonna get a business taken off in ninety days unless you've already been working on it prior. Yeah. Um. So you want to give yourself a minimum six months. Longer the better because that just gives you more time to to kind of invest into your business, learn about you know what you're getting into. Um, aside from that, find a mentor. Um, me and Danny have both found mentors in our prospective fields that have been really successful. Um, I would also say, you know, invest in yourself in terms of certifications, licenses, read, 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 read. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, listen to podcasts, not just our podcasts, but like other, other podcasts that are insightful to whatever industry you want to go into. Because um, if you surround yourself with like-minded people or, or, or in that field you want to be, you be kind of become, you know, one with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd say that. Um, on top of that, it's you got to also not be too hard on yourself. you got to look at your accomplishments, not just look at the negatives, but also look at what you accomplish and making sure that you stay on topic and you stay um, consistent. You know, if you're, if you're quitting your nine to five... You got to make sure that that time that you're that you're leaving, you're applying that that same energy to yourself. Oh yeah. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing is is making sure that you're dil- you're doing your own due diligence, and you're spending that time investing in yourself. And if you really want it to make it work, like you got to throw down and put the effort in. You can't, you know, go sixty days in and say nothing's happened, but then you can't look back and say, oh, all, all I did was stay home and. I didn't work as hard as I should. Yeah, now that's exactly what the mindset you need to have when you're running your own business. Like if you think of a typical job, a typical nine to five job, you wouldn't do any less work because if you did, you get fired. You get fired. Yeah. You get laid off. There's gonna be someone else to fill in those shoes. Exactly. So you're you're put that same energy. If you don't put that same energy in your business. You're not gonna get fired. You're just not gonna make money, <laughs> and that's the, the hard, cold hard truth. Yeah, it, pretty much. Yeah, if you, if you don't make this work, you're gonna be moving back to mom's basement. <laughs> yep. And or, or to going streets. back to corporate America. Yeah, or worse, going you back know? to corporate. America. <laughs> so not to knock on corporate America or anything, no, no, no. but you know, if running your own business is truly what you want to do, you have to put in that same energy. Yeah, and, and someone. You know, talking, speaking from someone that's come from corporate America, there's nothing wrong. If you want to work for a, a corporate job yeah. and pursue your own business, you can definitely do that. I would say the one stipulation for that is there's going to be a point where you're torn. And it's almost like a tug of war because if your business starts taking off and you want to maintain your performance at work, you're going to have to choose. Because um, for myself, that's kind of what happened to me is over the summer, I started getting burnt out in my job because I was putting so much effort in, into creating my business that, you know, my performance started dying down and my heart just wasn't in it and it was just more of a, I have to choose one. Like I either have to quit this personal dream <laughs> or, or or pursue, you know, my, my corporate job and keep climbing that ladder, which, you know, given I was well off, it's, yeah, it's great, but did I really love it? No. So that's, you know, there's going to come a point to your side hustle becomes the main hustle. Yeah. And and you just have to know when to, to kind of make that decision because sometimes people never and they try to juggle it and mm-hmm. end up failing both. And the crazy part about having to make that jump, like I personally believe like if you want to be successful in whatever business you go into, you have to go into it 
head first and mm-hmm. go at a hundred percent reason being is because for a business to be successful it has to have all the departments running right like think of your typical fortune 500 company how many departments they have oh, they yeah. have a marketing department they have an hr department they have a finance department they have a sales department when you're running your own business you're all of those departments by yourself yeah multiple hats <laughs> you wear multiple hats and now you're your you think you can just do that part time? No, that's not. It's gonna be. That's not gonna become successful, you know. Yeah. Given th- you have those dime a dozen where a business takes off supernaturally and all of a sudden they made a million dollar sales in a month. Yeah. I don't know if those are true or not because you see it on Instagram all the time. <laughs> it's very rare, very very rare cases. Real world, that's not happening, fam. Yeah. The, the chances of and the statistics of that happening. Are slim to none. Yeah, it's gonna take time for your business to become successful, and you have to be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the hardest part about social media is always comparing yourself to another person. I mean, that's all social media is. And so, if that's something you want to pursue and start your own business, I would suggest with social media at least, focus on yourself. Don't focus on other people. Mm-hmm. Focus on your marketing. Focus on your branding. And once you keep your head down and keep on pushing, you the sky's the limit yeah 100% I mean a lot of it is kind of like Danny said it's just you're comparing a lot of people compare themselves to like the bigger names out there and that's how they you know fail from the get go I think uh, you gotta start small like you gotta just be better than you were yesterday be better than you were 30 days ago be better than you were a year ago and if you're that much better then you're good as long as you're progressing up then you don't really have to worry about you know everyone else's trajectory so um, oh, man, there's so much that we can go in terms of like this topic. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say, hmm, Danny, what's what would be, hmm, if someone were, if you were to quit today, let's just say if you were to, to turn back to time mm-hmm. and start today, what would you do differently? What would I do? So, like, if I was in my previous job and well, let's just say let's turn back a year ago you when go. you're just about to make that jump, yeah, anything you change that you know now what would I change I don't know I think I started off pretty good personally yeah um I think my mindset was right the only thing I prob I probably would change would be the hesitations I always had mm-hmm. um I think the hardest part I with the hesitations was because you get this um and you've told me about it before you get this what's it called um imposter syndrome imposter syndrome yeah so you, I think when you first start off, especially those first two, three months, imposter syndrome hits really, really hard because you're so new and you don't have complete knowledge of exactly what you're doing, but you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you're piecing it all together and now you're trying to advise clients or whatever you're trying to do yeah. and advertise yourself as the expert, which in reality, you're just learning just as quickly as you can. and. There's someone, and then you start comparing yourself to the person that's been in the industry five years, and all of a sudden you get this huge insecurity. Um, but if I could go back and tell myself, like, right when I started, like, don't give a shit about other people. Mm-hmm. You do you, keep your head down, dial those phone calls, dial those numbers, send those emails, do what you need to do to become successful, and 
I would start, ah man, something I wish I did was start vlogging or journaling, video journaling myself from day one and see the progress I made yeah. since then. I mean, it's not too late, you should. I know, that's, I plan <laughs> on doing that eventually. Um, just because like, when you don't, if you don't have some sort of way of keeping track of your progress, you forget the small successes that you've made along the way, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would say also another thing to, to take away from that is you also want to utilize the people around you because mm -hmm. your biggest supporters are going to be your friends and family. Um, so you always want to keep them involved about what you're doing, especially if you're going to make a jump like this, you know, talk about it because people are going to give you insight. They're going to know what you're doing and, and show the support in the ways they can, whether it's promoting your business, buying into your business or, you know, donating to your business in that, in that case. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of, you know, things that go into starting it, but you want to also make sure you, you're utilizing your tools around you as well. And sh like, oh my, I cannot emphasize this any more than I can, but if you are planning on making the jump and starting your own thing, be very, very careful who you share your energy with. Mm -hmm. Because if you share your energy with the wrong crowd, with the wrong people, your dreams and all your goals will diminish so quickly yeah because there's people that they'll hate and say it's not gonna work out or it's it's they're just non-believers or very exactly or very uh, pessimistic mm -hmm. you got to keep yourself with that optimistic crowd yeah surround yourself with like-minded people because the moment you start sharing with um, people that are not as optimistic or as goal-driven as you are mm -hmm. They're gonna start. They're gonna start questioning your decisions, and then you're gonna start questioning yourself, and then you're gonna start back from square one. And no one wants that, right? Because you'll start your questions like, "Why would you do that? How's this going?" And then now you're feeling super insecure, and now you move a little bit differently. Yeah, you know. And the people that doubt you, whenever you do make it, they're gonna talk about how you made it. Yeah, and like oh, how they knew you. How they knew you. <laughs> but the people that are gonna support you and be with you 100%, they're gonna be with you at the top and those are the people you wanna be around. And it's not lonely at the top, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is not lonely if you're in the right tribe. And just hustle. I mean, I think my, my favorite thing I've heard lately is if you wanna buy things without looking at the price tag, you gotta work without looking at the clock. Oh, oh, I like yeah. that one. That's gold. <laughs> you gotta hustle. I saw, I saw a video on that and I was just like, yeah, that like got me fired up. Yeah, so, time is irre irrelevant yeah. in business. And it's just like, you gotta make those short sacrifices for that long-term gain. So it's like, yeah, I forgot exactly, and this is another cool quote I've seen. There's so many like, <laughs> so many like just racial Signal's quotes. just full of quotes today. For real, man. Like I follow all the Instagram pages, I'm like, that gets me like motivated. I just wanna like punch the air. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Um, but no, there's another one where it's like, you know, you gotta, if you wanna work for the dream, you gotta sacrifice the time now. Because the people, the, the, the life that people dream of are the life you're going to live when mm -hmm. you sacrifice the time now. Because there's so many people that they're just kind of bums, let's yeah. be honest. Like, they don't, they don't do anything and they're, they're not progressing in life and they're just kind of, it's, it's sad to say, but a lot of our generation, especially our millennial generation, there's a lot of people that just complain. Yeah. Ask why their life isn't this way or it's why that someone's... entitlement energy. Yeah, right? entitlement. And there's people that wonder why, like, oh, why is this person doing better than me? Or they're in this, like, depressive state where it's like, I don't know what to do with my life. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. come on, you really just have to have a little bit of self-reflection and then go after what you want to do. I think you, you just have to be, in a way, find that inner self-motivation because mm. we're too influenced about what other people are doing that 
we never like put effort into it to our own things. No, for sure. So, all right. So, with all that being said, obviously, uh, while Signo and I are relatively new in, to both our perspective fields in our industry and just kind of in the beginning stages of our careers, or at least starting our own business. With that being said, man, there's just so much more we have to learn and we're here to share our journey with you, the listeners, because I know there's people out there just like us who are on the fence about pursuing their passions, jumping into a business that they've never really done before and are just in their beginning learning stages. And that's why we made this podcast is for us to share this journey with you guys and know that you guys are not alone and there are people out there just like you. All of our listeners all have the same dreams and all of our passions and we're all very dedicated to what we want to do with our lives and we are dedicated to you guys we are dedicated to this podcast that way you guys are not alone on your journey yeah and just to kind of piggyback off that like as simple as it is all i can say is take the jump like you you don't want to live your entire life of what if you want to take that jump that leap of faith and know it's going to work out and you have people to back you up on it Amen. So that wraps up episode two. Um, again, we are posting every single Monday. Monday. <laughs> <laughs> now, Monday is, it could be different times. Yeah. I will say. <laughs> we don't know what time on Monday, but it's, but it's always going to be Monday. You can, you can best believe that it's going to be at least by Monday night. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to like preface that because we've, we're starting to realize when we post every Monday, we not be able to record at the same time because obviously me and Danny have clients to see, deals to make. Um, but we always, our goal is to always try to record and get these out to you guys on Monday. Um, also, don't forget, we are going to start posting again on our Instagram page. Um, possibly TikTok. Possibly TikTok. We don't know yet. If, if you guys want to see us do TikTok dances <laughs> or act a fool. Renegade, um, renegade. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, let us know because we, we're definitely open. We want to cater to what content you guys want to see. Uh, we're going to start posting back on our main Flip It page, but if you guys want to follow our personal ones, um, you can see our tags down below in the description. Um, other than that, that wraps up week two of 2022. Man, there's so many twos. So many twos. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Catch us next week for another episode. Bye, guys. See you. Thank you.